Welcome, welcome once again to the Live Free Now radio show every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. on 98.9 The Big Talker. You can also check out livefreenowradio.com. Plus, we're in the podcast cycle on lrn.fm. That's the Liberty Radio Network. Once again, we got a jam-packed show for you guys. We're going to be interviewing Tom Mullen. He's the author of A Return to Common Sense, Reawakening Liberty and the Inhabitants of America. He's a uh, journalist, prolific uh, uh, writer, and he's just got a lot of great articles that are coming out on lourockwell.com and also on his blog, which is tommullen.net. We're going to be chatting about the farmer's market, trading silver, of course. We're going to get into a little bit of news and uh, some views about uh, Slick Rick Perry, the conservative phony baloney rhino man. And then, of course, we'll be bringing you Too Much Government News, sponsored by Enerfood, E-N-E-R-Food.com. But first, in the past few weeks, in the past month, Jason and John, we've been all around Las Vegas, New Hampshire, NYC, Kansas City, Missouri, and New York City, and we still managed to bring you the news views and tools you can use to live a more free and prosperous life. It's good to have you back, rocking and rolling, Rink. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm back in the saddle, baby. Back in the saddle and again. I do actually want to want to start by saying I, I was wrong. I was wrong about something. I've been wrong about something this entire year really oh because i declared 2011 to be the year of freedom it was declared i declared it i stood by it for a long time and obviously because the republicans took back the house by storm we were saved but i failed to realize i wasn't i was short-sighted i didn't realize that actually 2012 is going (laughs) to be the year of liberty 2011 was just sort of the precursor 2012 is going to be the year of liberty because i believe right now i'm calling it Rick Perry's going to be the GOP nominee. He's going to be our savior. And once we get a Republican back in the White House, take back the Senate, 2012 will be the year of liberty. 2011, still really not the year of liberty. I think we've we've realized that. Yeah. Reported on that. But uh, I don't know. I, I just, uh, I, I see it. People are all very excited about Rick Perry entering the race. He's mm-hmm. the, the great messiah, the one that's going to come and save us from Obama. Yeah. Yeah, and, for sure. uh, but, you know, it's kind of interesting, John, because didn't didn't we get Obama because of Bush when you think about it? Mm-hmm. I mean, we had eight years of Bush. And so we get Obama. And so now all I can hear is we've got to get rid of Obama at all costs. We need somebody who can win. So let's go ahead and get another Texas governor <laughs> to step in and, and clean up the mess. And, John, you are a Texan. I'm an import. So I'm not quite as versed on this Perry character. We welcome you down here. Thank you. Appreciate that. But, you know, I've heard a lot of interesting things from people outside of Texas about Rick Perry. You Mm -hmm. know, they don't know so much about Rick Perry. Uh, What I hear a lot is the economy in Texas is good. Therefore, Rick Perry must be the man. Sure. And, uh, you know, that sounds rational on on one level. And, uh, you know, but uh, then I also hear, you know, well, you know, he's. You know, he may be a big government guy in some cases, but who isn't? And, you know, who we're going to have days? to take some baggage. We can't have the perfect candidate, right? Sure. We hear all these things. But, you know, John, Rick Perry has got some serious problems. Wouldn't you say that? I mean, just as far as being a defender of the of liberty and, and, and things like that, wouldn't you say Rick Perry's got a few problems? Yeah, he's got a multitude of issues that make him, you know, not only not conservative, but, you know, wholly antithetical 
to the idea of individual liberty. And a lot of people are thinking that he's going to be the go-to guy. He's slick. He's got this presidential look to him. The economy's great in Texas. He's a, a, a Christian conservative. He's going to embrace the moral compass of what America's all about. But, you know, I saw a report coming out of the New Hampshire Tea Party. They've been blasting him, and it actually got picked up on some mainstream press, and it was in the Austin American Statesman and some, some local papers down here in Austin. And I got to thinking, like, why wouldn't the New Hampshire Tea Party be so enlightened about Rick Perry. And then I remembered that Nullify Now, <laughs> New Hampshire, happened not too long before this article got written up. I actually took some time to blast Rick Perry uh, there in my speech because I saw somebody somebody had actually praised him uh, there at the event beforehand. But yeah, people are starting to see through it. A, a quick rundown, of course, the Trans-Texas Corridor, a big public-private partnership, boondoggle, fascism. One of the biggest things is he tried to mandate a Gardasil vaccine for all the young, uh, young pre-teens, uh, young ladies here in, in Texas. That was going to be an executive order right. as well. And John, you know, I think that is something not to gloss over. I mean, here's a guy who's going to take his position as the executive and sort of go around what I would consider the legislative process here. So what what do you think? Okay, he's cool with making an executive order to invade the the bodies of teenage girls. Mm -hmm. Invade family, everything. Right. And so what do you think this guy might be interested in doing when he can write executive orders for the entire nation? (laughs) I don't know. Doesn't sound very conservative. You no. know, some people don't realize, but the you know total debt to GDP ratio in Texas currently is twenty two point nine percent, which is worse than California. Oh wow! And so you know, everyone's like, "Oh, the economy's so sound and everything," but when you look at it, you know, the employment numbers aren't really as good as as they look. Uh, he created a lot of public sector jobs, which right. isn't growing the economy. It's actually just furthering the parasitic problem that we face. Well, in Texas, is the highest number of minimum wage workers of any mm. state, uh, percentage-wise. Sure. 23 states have a lower unemployment rate than Texas. So, I mean, Texas is good. It's got a lot of good things going for Terrible it. Terrible in education, too. It is. And Rick Perry is not necessarily the reason. It, it may be doing well in spite of Rick Perry. But what I want to mention, what I want to leave with is, you know, we're entering into the primary season. And the primaries are the time to back the candidate that you most like, the one that you like the best. When you, everyone can talk about compromise after some numbskull gets nominated and you have to figure out what to do in the general election. And when we're entering into it, I want to remind people that what a politician is, is a politician is someone who's an expert at getting elected. Okay. But what a statesman is, is a disinterested promoter of the public good. If you, if you buy that government is a necessary evil that we have to deal with. And so Rick Perry is definitely a politician. He's definitely mastered the art of getting elected to high offices. Uh, But, uh, you know, it was only back in 1988 that he was like the campaign manager for the Gore For Al Gore in Texas. So anyway, that's my Rick Perry riff. I just wanted to get that off of my chest. He had to get something off his chest there. He's probably been arguing with conservatives on Facebook Facebook, for the past month. keeping it live. His buddy Robert Wagner. (laughs) What about, well, I defriended Robert Wagner. (laughs) But anyway, uh, what about this trading silver in the marketplace, man? I want to hear about that. Yeah, it's something me and uh, Kat have featured on the the past two shows because, of course, uh, Saturday afternoon, you got the Sunset Valley Farmer's Market here in Central Texas. So for you Austin listeners tuning in on 98.9, definitely want to check this out, the Sunset Valley Farmer's Market. And for you that uh, are listening on the podcast, Podcast or listening online right now across the country, uh, you know, if you live in a decent enough sized town, there's definitely going to be farmers markets there, and you'd be surprised. Just show up with the silver coins is what we like to trade in. Listen to them jingle. They have a different sound. We're big fans of silver coins, and we actually found two vendors at the farmer's market that have consistently accepted silver in exchange for vegetables, and that's going to be Johnson's Backyard Garden. 
You can check them out at jbgorganic.com. And also uh, Finca Piora Vida, which means Pure Life Farm uh, in Costa Rican, which I think is just a different version of Spanish. But definitely check them out. They both have booths there down towards the end of the Sunset Valley Farmer's Market. And if you're like me uh, and you've been investing in these silver dimes right here as a means to protect yourself from the Federal Reserve value-stealing FRN, uh, then this is definitely a wonderful opportunity for you to get out there and start engaging in you know some some counter-economy, protecting your resources, trading vegetable, trading what I like to say real money for real food because it's all organic. And if you're here in the Central Texas area or anywhere in the country, I'd like to remind you that Capital Coin and Bullion, one of the big sponsors here on the Live Free Now radio show, uh, they actually sell these silver dimes and they sell them very, very low above spot. So you can go in there and get a really good deal, almost paying exactly what silver's worth at that time. So go check those guys out. 7304 Burnett Road is the address here in Central Texas. 7304 Burnett Road, Austin, Texas, 78757. Or you can call them at 512-371-5884. That's 512-371-5884. Or check out their website, capitalcoinandbullion.com. That's capital with an A. They actually just revamped their website. It looks really smart and shiny. There's a lot of good info, and they have daily specials there that you can check out as well. Well, I did want to mention as well, I was at Freedom Fest in uh, Las Vegas. Great event out How there. How was that? Oh, it was fantastic. A lot of great opportunities to talk to some of the leading minds in, in you know, liberty and who are out there promoting the ideas of liberty. And I, I ran into our good buddy Drew out there. And yeah. He, he was showing the, the iPhone app, I believe, or it's an yeah. Android app. I it's don't an remember. Android app, not yet iPhone. Okay. You can just go to the App Store and search Silver Calculator. Yeah, and it's, it's a super handy little tool that you can put on your Android phone mm-hmm. because a lot of people might be like, well, what, do I, what about this trading in silver? It's not worth 10 cents. It's worth how much is this silver worth? Mm-hmm. How, does it, how does it translate into dollars? Well, this app is updated daily. Uh, it's always got the, the pricing on there. And you can go and you can figure, okay, I got to pay $4. Well, how many dimes would that take? Mm-hmm. How many Quarters, this or that? Right, dollars. exactly. And it, it gives you an idea on what you can give in exchange for that. So it makes it really easy right there in your pocket. Yeah, we, we've used it every single time to, to demonstrate uh, whenever we go up to the, the counter at these vendors and we say, hey, you know, it looks like we got about $20 worth of goods. We just pull out that app. You can check it out at whatisthiscoinworth.info. That's whatisthiscoinworth.info. And again, folks, you know, we've, we've talked about it time and time again on the show. I know you're seeing it when you go to the grocery store and it's you're difficult to make ends meet. Now what you, you get a bag of groceries. Groceries for about thirty or forty bucks, it seems. Check out these farmers markets. Check out uh, CapitalCoinAndBullion.com and, and trade some real money for some real food. We're going to be joined by Tom Mullen on the other side of this break. This is the Live Free Now Radio Show, bringing you the news, views, and tools you can use to live a more free and prosperous life. John Bush here with the Live Free Now radio show, and I want to introduce you to Pure Rain Bottled Rainwater. I just love their smooth and clean, refreshing bottled water. Unlike many of the competitors, Pure Rain Bottled Water does not contain chemical byproducts like chlorine, fluoride, chloroform, metals, pesticides, and herbicides. Not Pure Rain. It's the most residue-free bottled water on the market. The reason is because it's not lake water, it's not tap water, and it's not spring water. It's real rain captured before it even touches the ground and purified with reverse osmosis. The result is the most clean water that you have ever tasted. It's great for everyone. For babies, it's the absolute preferred choice for reconstituting formula because it's completely fluoride-free. 
Pure Rain is found at Whole Foods, Central Market, Brave New Books, and the People's Pharmacy here in Austin. Pure Rain is the absolute standard in drinking water purity. Don't take our word for it. Check out PureRainUSA.com to learn more. Taste the cleanliness. Once you've tried it, you won't be satisfied with anything else. That's PureRainUSA.com. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal. But something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait, there's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to LibertyStickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Live Free Now, Live Free Now Radio. Dot com every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. Check us out. Got a lot of great info, the type of info that the mainstream news and the greedy politicians and, you know, those people who overall support a system where you can use force in order to rob and pillage and give privileges to a certain class. They don't want you to hear this message. It's a great, radical, consistent libertarian message, and we're proud to bring it to you here on the Live Free Now radio show. I'm going to give a quick shout out to PureRainUSA.com, the newest sponsor on the Live Free Now radio Yay! show. They're based here out of Central Texas, and of course, you know, if you've done any bit of research into municipal water supplies, you'll find that not only are they chock full of all sorts of nasty chemicals that they use to clean the water, they also have fluoride, sodium fluoride or fluorosilicic acid, which is bad for your teeth. Fluoride is good for you. <laughs> they say it's good for your teeth, but it's actually Ingest bad for your teeth. Ingest more fluoride. There you go. Ingest more fluoride. It be, makes you docile. Be a happy be American. Easier to handle. They also got pharmaceuticals that's coming out of people's urine that are taking these uh, pharmaceutical drugs, and it's ending up in the water supply because the filtration process is so terrible. So it's a great company that sells pure rain bottled water. They actually collect it before it hits the ground, and they run it through reverse osmosis, which gets just about everything out of it. So check out PureRainUSA.com. They're actually making this transmission possible, so we want to give a shout-out to Laura Presley and PureRainUSA.com. But right now, without further ado, we're joined by Tom Mullen. He's a prolific writer, author of a book, A Return to Common Sense, Reawakening Liberty and the Inhabitants of America. And this guy's churning out articles like left and right. They're getting published on LouRockwell.com. It's got a, a lot of a, a big push. You can also check him out on his own blog, TomMullen.net. If you want to learn more about liberty, you want to check this guy out. Tom Mullen, how are you today? Tom, are you with us? Well, yeah, I'm here. Thanks. Oh, beautiful. Hey. There you are. We can hear you. Yeah. Hey, hey, Tom, thanks for joining us. And, you know, I'm just uh, looking at an article that just posted today on Lou Rockwell with the title, Why a Debt Default Would Be Wonderful. <gasps> I, I mean, that is, Tom, are you an extremist? <laughs> are you a <laughs> radical? Yeah, I'm, I'm proud to say uh, yes to both of those. Uh -huh. um, of course, uh, you know, as I've said before, you know, as far as I can tell, 
an extremist is somebody who faces reality and employs logic. So I'm, I'm doing my best to be as extremist as I can. Well, well, I understand then by that definition why you must be outlawed and, and carted off to Guantanamo Bay as soon as possible. I thought Barack yeah, Obama I, closed that. <laughs> hey, so Tom, uh, you know, you've been around the liberty movement for quite some time now. Why don't you just give us a quick uh, insight into how you got involved? What inspired you to be such an advocate and proponent of the cause of liberty? Well, it's funny because um, back in 2007, um, I was kind of one of those um, disgruntled libertarians. I, my, my motto used to be, don't vote, you know, it, it only encourages them. And, uh, you know, a friend of mine and I had been uh, looking at markets and, and everything since the, the NASDAQ crash and concluded, you know, this is it, we're done. We're just waiting around for the big, the big calamity to yeah. occur. And actually, neither one of us really saw the housing bubble come coming, and um, so you know we had one more little go around with another bubble. And um, my wife came home in 2007, and of all places, had heard on NPR that a libertarian was running for the Republican nomination. All and right. I said, "Oh, I didn't know much about Ron Paul. I, you know, I uh, was more of a, a libertarian by osmosis." And and I said. Um, yeah, well, once you actually find out what they really are for, they don't turn out to be so libertarian. But after I read his website, I said, holy cow, this guy could be the real thing, you know? And, and of course, I learned more about him, and, and he, he generally did inspire me, as he did so many others, to try and do something, even if it's all it is, is to write some articles and hopefully reach a few people and, and write the book. Um, but... Uh, you know that's really how I started to get involved back in uh, '07, and and since then uh, it, it's been uh, more and more part of my life. Yeah, you know, Tom, that's interesting because you know that's really very similar to my story, uh, and it's it's the story that there are a lot of people out there. I keep running into them whenever I find somebody who's doing something for liberty, who's who's putting it out there and is, is not compromising about it. Invariably, I dig a little bit deeper, and I find that Ron Paul <laughs> had a a way of sort of uh, inspiring them, curing their apathy, so mm -hmm. to speak. So, uh, and I can tell you are a, a big Ron Paul fan, and uh, I've seen some of your other writing and just endorsing really the views of Ron Paul, sort of defending Ron Paul as he's come under under fire a little bit. So, what do you think about Ron Paul's uh, run here in 2012? How do you think it's going to be different than uh, the the 2008 run? Well, it's already a lot different. Um, you know, I, I could tell you some perspective. I, I, I'm originally from Buffalo, New York, which is uh, somewhere between, um, you know, uh, Barack Obama and Karl Marx as far as political <laughs> views goes. And uh, and during the, the last time that Ron Paul ran for the 08 nomination, every day I would search on my hometown's only newspaper, the Buffalo News, and I, I his name never came up in a search. And through that whole election cycle, and even after he stopped running, uh, and even after he started getting all that media attention because the crash occurred and everyone realized he had been right, he's still not a single uh, entry in, in my hometown newspaper. This year, all that's different. And, of course, you know, it's not just Buffalo, New York, but it's, it's all over the country um, because um, much of what he was saying and being laughed at for was vindicated um, back in 2008, uh, he became kind of a media darling in between then and now. He's been, I don't know how many dozens, if not more, appearances he's made on business uh, networks. 
And uh, now I think he's he's being treated like a credible candidate. And while he's not leading right now, um, he's certainly within striking distance. And as we know, you know anything can happen in a primary. Uh, if he wins an early primary, then you know I think the sky's the limit. Yeah, definitely. Now, again, one of the things that you do often to uh, get the word out is, is to write these articles. How have you seen those? How, how have those been received? You know, What kind of reach are you getting out there? Do you think that's something that somebody wants to get involved? Maybe somebody's learning about Ron Paul now in, in 2011, and, and they would say, what can I do for the cause of liberty? Do you think you know, pumping out that education message, is that a valuable tool? Is that really getting reaching people? Well, I think ultimately... You know, that's the only thing we can do is find ways to persuade our fellow human beings that the libertarian worldview is the right one. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I I, I guess uh, I look at it like this. It's going to happen by, you know, a million tiny pinpricks. Mm -hmm. Not One day they're not going to, everyone's not going to wake up and say, geez, you know, Ron Paul, Tom Mullen, Jason Rink, they were right. I I just never thought of it like that before. But, uh, you know, you, you do reach people little by little. I get emails all the time from people saying, I never thought of it that way. Nice. You know, I never really, uh, you know, especially the whole thing about, you know, government force. You know, right mm-hmm. now with us being involved in all these wars, everybody understands that we're using force against Libya, okay, and that Libya did not attack us first. Mm-hmm. So that constitutes an aggression. But it's very hard for people to see and aggression in a government health care program or education. And if you can point that out to them, you can see lights go on. And it's always going to be one out of ten people, but, you know, that's the way you get uh, the message out. And, and really, you know, although the majority of people do not determine what our rights are, we need to win them over if our rights are going to be respected. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I used to be a big, uh, you know, I thought the only focus should be on political action, and I would overlook the educational aspect quite often. But I mean, uh, Americans are right now, they're pushing forward the government that they want. There's so many people out there that want these entitlement programs. There's so many people out there that want the government to use force in order to steal from Peter to pay Paul. And it's absolutely important for us to get out there and undermine that and, and to let them know that, hey, you know, wait a second, just because it's the government that's doing it, you know, this is force. This is theft right here. So, yeah, it's good. It's a, it's definitely a good tool. People often need to see things put in a, in a different way. Do you do you find it easier now than uh, back in 07 and 08 for people to, to grasp the ideas of taxation as theft, for example? Well, I, I don't know if it's easier. I, I know, you know, again, there's always a, a small percentage of people who seem to have read, read something that I've written that will come back to me and say it really turned them around or it really turned on a light or at least they'll give it some thought. Mm-hmm. What I am noticing is a lot more vehement hate mail um, from either the left or the right, uh, depending on who I may have offended today. Nice. And, um, you know, that tells me that, you know, not only uh, are, are we reaching people, but I think that the libertarian message is starting to be recognized as a viable threat to the establishment. And Anthony Gregory uh, wrote a great piece on this uh, a, a few weeks back saying, you know, why is all, what's all this vitriol against libertarians all of a sudden? I think it's because we're starting to turn some heads. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think you're touching on something uh, important there, and, and we're, we're heading into uh, the break, and afterwards I do want to talk about why a debt default would be wonderful. Uh, but, you know, what we find is these these 
ideas convict people of their own inconsistencies and hypocrisy that they hold. And that happened in my life. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to challenge people to think differently. So this is Jason Rink and John Bush. This is Live Free Now. We've got Tom Mullen. And stick around till after the break. We'll be talking about the debt ceiling and the coming default. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, patriots, libertarians, and those who like to volunteer their time to do what is right. You are listening to Live Free Now Radio with your hosts, Jason Brink and John Bush. Or you can die hard We live in an age where you can't grow veggies in your own yard Governed by a bunch of blowhards And never mind the right to go with your own without ID cards Molestation pat-downs, portal scanner x-rays From the airways next to rail trains Then your own cars with a robot in the seat To make sure you're weak before you go far Soon there will be these smart cars for freedom American slaves, we live in a relative drama Yes, this is real life. I wish I could have said this to my friends in 99. They would have said I'm insane, but now we're all enslaved until we break these chains and open up their waves. Fight evil or revelations, free the media and free the nation. You are now listening to Live Free on your station. Yeah, there you have it. The rap song, Live Free Now rap song. Big shout out to Shazo and Quest for putting that together for the Live Free Now show. What do you think, Rink? Dude, that is awesome. I love it so much. <laughs> that is We've made terrific. It. We have. That's, That's the good. first time. I mean, you know, I've written a few yeah. songs in my day. He's a lyricist but, over uh, here. You know, nothing quite like that. And, uh, you know, I think there was a, we need to get the uh, parental advisory version of that so I can put it on my uh iTunes because I think we had to kind of radio edit censor, the censor FCC. The Thank you. We this love is, the FCC. Shout out to the FCC for keeping us honest. This is a family show after all. So Tom, we've got Tom Mullen back with us and he's a great guest who is a prolific writer and he has just recently written uh, an interesting article that I want to talk about here because it's all what people are talking about right now is is the debt and raising the debt ceiling the and debt ceiling, the, the end of the world ceiling, yeah. and I mean, if I didn't know any better, I would think this was about the bank bailout and TARP. Because, <laughs> or again, Patriot Act. Yeah, again, the world is always ending, and what needs to happen is some big government solution. So here we are. I'm sure we're going to get a big government solution huh. here. But, uh, Tom, what you talk about in this article is, is you started out by saying some things that maybe the average person might not realize is that the United States has actually defaulted before, technically. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, yeah. I mean, when you think that, um, you know, the definition of a note in, in financial terms uh, is a promise to pay. You know, it usually has the word promissory in front of it, and Federal Reserve notes used to be redeemable in gold. And people uh, accepted them and accepted them in exchange for their goods and services with the, um, under the understanding and under the promise that they could take those Federal Reserve notes down to the uh, the bank and get the uh, uh, equivalent amount in gold. And of course, the government, by divine fiat, one day just said, "No, you can't do that anymore. In fact, we want all your. You have to turn in all your gold." 
And then after they did that, they actually raised the price from $20 to 35 So they, they, they not only um, reneged on the promise, which is a default, uh, sure. if I promise that you can come and you know, turn in some certificate I give you for a car or I give you a check for my bank account and the money's not there, that's a default. That's, you know, we get arrested for doing something like mm-hmm. that. Then when they raise the price of, uh, of gold and dollars, they devalue all those worthless notes that everyone has even sure. farther. So that was a default. Uh, they defaulted in 71 when they told foreigners basically the same thing. We told you you could redeem those little paper notes we gave you for gold. Well, we're, we're not going to redeem them anymore. Um, sorry, <laughs> you know. Um, so, um, you know, the government has done it before. And, and you know, another uh, uh, a good point that Congressman Paul makes is that every time they print new money, they're really defaulting. I mean, when you inflate the currency... Um, you are maybe creating jobs with company X who just got a new loan, but that purchasing power just doesn't come out of nowhere. It's actually stolen silently mm-hmm. from all the other holders of dollars. So you've pledged to them that uh, you're going to control that and, and control the supply of money, and in fact, you've just reneged on that promise too. So we're defaulting every day, but the point I make in the article is it's it's kind of a... Uh, indirect default. And what we really need is for the government to literally not be able to make a payment on time one day, a on-the-books default, and, and then the charade is over. I mean, so many good things would come of this. Uh, and the most important thing that would come of it is that the average American would wake up to the fact that, no, the government not only should not be doing most of the things that it's doing, but it cannot do most mm-hmm. of the things that it's doing. And sooner or later, we will hit that wall. Uh, I, I wish we'd do it now and start rebuilding now rather than five or ten years from now. Well, and, and the point that you make and that Ron Paul makes and those who would come out and say, hey, this would be a wonderful thing, it, what we're really talking about is that default is going to happen. It is happening. It's just whether or not it happens now or it happens later. And with any unsustainable financial model, the longer you sort of extend that period of time, mm-hmm. the worse the the damage is going to be. So none of us are sitting here saying that there's not going to be tough times, that there's not going to be pain, that there aren't going to be people who suffer enormous loss in the process of that. That's a given. That's going to happen at some point. We're saying, look, we need to take our medicine now. We need to get off of this you know, crazy train that the, the, the government's had us on. And uh, we just got to look at reality right now, sooner rather than later. Is that the point? Yeah, I mean, there's the, the, the big picture, the philosophic picture for me is that it will shatter the faith that the, gum, the government has this uh, basement full of infinite resources with which to yeah. do anything, regardless of the rights it violates of any individual. So that's the big picture. But really, I mean, when, when you go through all the things the government does, almost everything it does is harmful, mm-hmm. and almost everything it does depends upon debt. I mean, and, and uh, other writers have done a great job of showing, I think Peter Schiff did a piece on this, uh, Mike Penno did a piece on this, where, you know, we've never really connect, uh, collected more than 20 to 22 percent of GDP in taxes. We've raised the rate to 90 percent. But what happens when you raise the top rate to 90%? Nobody hits that range anymore. I, you mm-hmm. know, If I'm somebody who can earn that much money, well, just before I start earning it, I'll go on vacation before I'm uh-huh. going to 
you know, uh, work harder to give the government 90%. So mm-hmm. we've never really been able to collect more than that. Everything else the government does depends upon debt. And what do they do? They distort the economy. When they're out there trying to provide education, backing student loans, that's why the price of education is so high. Mm-hmm. Because they provide more than half of all health care delivered in this country now, they, they make demand unlimited. We know the price is determined by supply and demand, so if one of them's unlimited, of course, that's what makes the price go up so much. Mm-hmm. So everything they do distorts the economy, and that all depends upon debt. And if they defaulted and weren't able to borrow the way they do now anymore, all of that would end, too. I mean, there's almost nothing that wouldn't be good about a, a government default. That's right. That's right. We're going to go ahead and open up the phone lines if anybody wants to give their two cents. They're devalued inflated two cents uh, on the on the issue. Do you think a, a government default would be a good thing? You can call us at 512-458-8255. That's 512-458-8255. 512-458-TALK if you got a question for Tom Mullen. We're also going to have open phone lines all throughout the next segment. But yeah, you raise a good point, and I'm, I'm glad that you pointed that out on, on the university front. Uh, one of the reasons why the prices are so high is because they are there's an artificial demand because the government's willing to throw so much free stuff stolen money to all these students, whereas if the money wasn't so widely available, if the interest rates weren't so artificially low, then less people would be attending and the prices would be cheaper and maybe the people that ought to be or that want to be attending college would do it and it wouldn't be this whole, hey, everybody can attend college and college is what you do so we can further and save the economy, all all that great stuff. So it's definitely a good thing to point out and it's the same in every single... What are some other examples besides education, the housing bubble that you can point to where the government just comes in and distorts it and inflates it and ruins the whole economic well, system. Well, it would be a shorter list to say, what are the examples where they don't do that? <laughs> you know, maybe uh, cell phones, what, plastic surgeries, all the things you see where the price is dropping, that's mm. where, um, you know, you don't see government in- intervention, where you see prices constantly rising. And of course, you know, again, Federal Reserve inflation has, has an effect on this too. Mm. But where you see them really rising sharply, like health care, housing, uh, this is where the government is most heavily involved for exactly the reasons you said. And, you know, not only does it does it drive up the price, make it more expensive for everybody, but it also drives employees into that those sectors. If you look at the reporting coming out about where the economy supposedly recovered, um, you know, if it's not mining stocks or, or something where people are buying gold because they don't believe in all this, you know, they've gone into health care, they've gone into education, um, but those are, you know, that's just setting up the bubble. I mean, what happened when the housing bubble collapsed? A whole bunch of people unemployed who shouldn't have been in the housing uh, sector in the first place. There weren't enough jobs, but the artificial demand created, mm-hmm. you know, the appearance of the need for more jobs. Well, that's the story with education. That's the story with health care. I mean, the government's involved in agriculture. It's involved in energy. It's involved in uh, uh, the production of automobiles now, mm-hmm. and everywhere that this dynamic plays out, you have, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions, maybe tens of millions of people that are going to be left without a job wondering, what do I do now? And of course, that's a very painful transition. Mm-hmm. But the longer this goes on, the worse that's going to be. 
Well, Tom, you know, that's that's all pretty sobering for uh, for the average uh, person to take in. And let me just give you a chance here as we're uh, just winding down this segment. You know, you've been on uh, Freedom Watch with Andrew Napolitano. You've been on Adam versus the Man. You've uh, got your book out. Um, so why don't you tell uh, tell us where, number one, a little bit about uh, quickly what your book's about, where they can get that and where the people can find out more about maybe events that you're doing. I know I met you on the Nullify Now tour. Hope to run into you again on that. Uh, so just go ahead and just kind of plug uh, plug away. Um, well, as far as the book, uh, the idea there, the reason I used the, the Thomas Paine reference was uh, I saw that Thomas Paine's book originally was to take the simple philosophy of liberty. At the time, most of our founders were reading John Locke, at least the ones that you know we would agree with, and uh, apply that to the present American problem. Now, the present American problem in 1776 was there was an invading army on their soil, and they had to decide what to do about it and whether to be independent or not. So I said, okay, uh, 2007, this is a whole different set of problems we have. Um, but let me do the same thing. Let me take that same simple philosophy of liberty and apply it to all these things that people think are big problems, like health care, like education, like the war on terror and the you know greater military empire. And how does that philosophy apply? So that's really what the book's about. It's almost Liberty 101. And did you ever think of uh, all these different things that seem separate in these terms? Um, and as far as what you know, what I've been doing with it, I, I, I do a lot of speaking as well. I think I'm going to be at Florida Liberty Summit sometime in the next couple of weeks down uh, down here in Orlando, and uh, I think I'm working on some other appearances, including LPAC and and others, um, and you know, in the early fall. So if you check my website, TomMullen.net, you can find where I'll be and and uh, hope to see you there. Great, Tom. Well, thanks a lot for coming on. Yeah, TomMullen.net. Definitely check that out if you want to get enlightened uh, about the philosophy of liberty, how it applies to today's political scene. Tom Mullen, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, folks, we're coming up on a break. Stick around. We'll be bringing you too much government news. Yeah. Hey, Jason, did you know that the dollar of today is worth only three cents compared to the dollar of 1913? Yeah, I heard that same thing. Why is that? Well, in 1913, the Federal Reserve Bank was created and given the power to create infinite money out of thin air. Oh, so the more dollars that are created, the less my dollars are worth. Isn't that what inflation is? Precisely. So what's a guy to do? Well, Jason, for the past year, I've been buying silver, and i got to tell you, it's one of the best investments I've ever made. I'm sold. Tell me where I can get this silver. Well, I go to Capital Coin and Bullion. It's located on 7304 Burnett Road, right next to the Ichiban Sushi and just south of Genie Car Wash. They always have great deals on silver, gold, and rare coins of all sorts. Can I call them to get more information? You sure can. You can contact Capital Coin and Bullion at 512-371-5884. Ask for Chad or Becky. So that's 512-371-5884? That's correct. Well, I'm going to stick it to the Federal Reserve. I'm going to Capital Coin and Bullion today. Be sure to tell them Live Free Now sent you. Attention Big Talker listeners. Want to get the real information on the agenda behind the Obama administration's policies? Brave New Books, Austin's own fiercely independent bookstore, has the resources you need to understand the Federal Reserve, international banking, and the forces behind President Obama. Brave New Books is located a block south of UT at 1904 Guadalupe Street. 
contact us at 480-2503 or at bravenewbookstore.com. Jason Rink and John Bush here to introduce you to a brand new sponsor of the Live Free Austin radio show, Enterfood. Yeah, Jason, Enterfood is a powder mix of various green superfoods which utilizes all natural and organic ingredients in order to provide you the boost of energy you need to make it through the day. That's right, with ingredients like organic spirulina, organic chlorella, and organic barley and wheatgrass, you're sure to catch a buzz on life after drinking this mix. Best of all, it's made with non-heated ingredients. It's gluten-free and caffeine-free, so you'll get the best of what nature has to offer. No funny genetically modified nonsense. So check out enterfood.com or call 1-866-762-9238 to learn more about this green superfood powder and also check out their other invigorating health mixes and coffees. That's right. Enterfood isn't the only thing in the Enter Health Botanicals lineup. You got to check out the organic coconut powder and organic skincare lines. Go ahead and give it a try. Call 1-866-762-9238 or visit enterfood.com today. And Tell them Live Free Austin sent you. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us on the Live Free Now radio show every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, 98.9 FM here in Central Texas. You can also check us out online, our podcast of all the previous shows with all sorts of great guests. And again, bringing you the news, views, and tools you can use to live a more free and prosperous life. You could download, download those podcasts at LiveFreeNowRadio.com. And again, we are on the LRN.FM podcast stream up in New Hampshire, the Free State Project, FreeKeen.com, Ian Freeman, blasting out a lot of good uh, radical libertarian propaganda. So definitely check out LRN.FM. I want to give you a couple quick uh, invites to a couple of events that are coming up here in the Central Texas area. Tonight at Brave New Bookstore. You can show up around 6.30 at Brave New Books. That's 1904 Guadalupe Street. We're going to be holding a benefit for a new initiative that Brave New Books is going to be kicking off. Uh, Catherine Bleich and myself are going to be involved with this. It's called Brave Used Books. So we're calling on people to bring used books tonight, bring food, bring booze, and bring musical instruments. We're going to have an open mic, jam-out session. It's going to be a good time for all. So show up tonight, 6.30 to around 9, uh, or maybe we'll go longer. That's at Brave New Books. Check out bravenewbookstore.com, of course. They're a longtime sponsor of the Live Free Now radio show, bravenewbookstore.com, 1904 Guadalupe Street. Tonight, 6.30 p.m., be there or be the square for Brave Used Books a benefit. And then additionally, we'll be bringing you updates on this uh, Texans for Accountable Government, big friend of the Live Free Now radio show. They're celebrating their three-year anniversary party August 28th at Spider House. Three years of rocking and rolling and kicking some butt at the state and local level for the cause of liberty. You definitely going to want to check that out. There'll be live music, booze, voting on the steering committee, and updates on what TAG's been up to this past year. Before we bring you the Too Much Government news, yeah... Brought to you by Enerfood, E-N-E-R-Food.com. I also want to update you on a great new product that Enerfood has to offer and remind you that you can visit Enerfood via the link on our website, LiveFreeNowRadio.com. There's a banner there, and you can get 10% off on your Enerfood, EnterHealth Botanicals uh, goodies that make you feel all nice and healthy inside. So if you haven't heard of Enerfood or EnterHealth Botanicals, the product line, definitely check out the website. Click on the banner there. And if you already are a consumer of Enerfood, we invite you to go uh, order it online through LiveFreeNowRadio.com. First, we want to just cover a quick little story, and you could hear about this story on the LibertyVoice.com, the LibertyVoice.com, which is another supporter uh, linked up with the Live Free Now radio show. 
This is almost too much government news in itself, but we like to be a little more quirky and a little more obvious with the too much government news, as if this isn't obvious enough. But apparently a House panel has approved a bill which would force ISPs to log users' web history and log users' uh, identity information, credit card, name, all sorts of good stuff, probably how long they spend online. Uh, It's supposed to be, get the name of this bill right here, and this actually, I think it's kind of funny. The bill is the Protecting Children from Internet Pornographers Act. So if you're going to get up on the House floor and speak against this bill, you got to say, hey, wait a second. I'm against the Protecting right. Children from Internet Pornographers Act. Right, exactly. It's a total, <laughs> I mean, you could never oppose this bill, right? Or else, you know, what's the headline going to say, yeah. right? Yeah, so, But yeah, this is, it's always about the kids, right? Always about the kids. And I think uh, when you look at this article, it basically says, well, you know, they're going to keep this information for a year, pretty much on any type of web surfing that you do, Mm -hmm. in case the government might want to get a hold of that. In case you could be a potential criminal, because, of course, in these days, in these United States, you are guilty before proven innocent. Now, the author, I just want to throw a quick thing out there. Course, we got to keep our, you know, hold our own kind. We got to hold the liberty people accountable. The author of this bill is one Representative Lamar Smith. And Ron Paul at one point did support Lamar Smith and encourage people to vote and give money to Lamar Smith. So mm-hmm. just want to throw that out there. That here, here, here's what happens when you keep your Republican buddies in office. They continue to push bills like the Protecting Children from Internet Pornographers Act, which would require the Internet service providers to retain customers' names, addresses, phone numbers, credit card numbers, bank account numbers, and temporarily assigned IP addresses. So watch out who you're supporting out there. Shame on you, Lamar Smith. That's a Texas rep. This is bad news. It's got bad news bears written all over it. So now we're going to run over to uh, Too Much Government News, which is sponsored by Enterfood. And I just want to chat real quick and give you a heads up on this new product that they're going to be carrying, which is super exciting. It's actually organic, storable food. They're calling it the 40-Day, 40-Night Preparedness Pale. Survive to Thrive, the 40 Days and 40 Nights Preparedness Pale, which is 40 Days and 40 Nights worth of organic food. Now, they got those at Brave New Bookstore, or you can get the 10% off discount by visiting the banner, clicking on the banner on our Live Free Now radio website. So this stuff will feed you. It's got beans, all sorts of different organic sprouts and nuts, all sorts of good stuff. And the, the beauty of it is, you know, say this collapse or this default doesn't happen for another year or two, you can just pop open the pail and there you got fresh organic food to eat. So definitely check that out. Click the banner on our page at Live Free Now if you want to learn more or if you want to take advantage of that 10% off discount. That's Enterfood. They've been a sponsor of this radio show since the get-go, and they also are bringing you Too Much Government News! Yeah! So this one actually hits home. Of course, this broadcast is uh, transmitting out of Austin, the Austin area, Austin, Texas. And a story came out on the Statesman, and this is something that's been in the works for quite some time now. Austin Mayor Lee Leffingwell wants to ban plastic bags at retailers in Austin. Austin retailers and grocery stores could no longer offer plastic bags at checkout counters under a ban Mayor Lee Leffingwell and two other city council members will propose today. Leffingwell said Sunday that plastic bags pollute waterways, harm wildlife, clog drainage systems, and take up landfill space. I know I take my plastic bags and reuse them over and over and over and recycle oh, yeah, them. Definitely. I use them for trash bags. I don't have to buy other bags at the grocery store. What do you think? This is one that some people would come out and say, this is something we ought to be doing. The city's going to save money. It's going to help the environment. Do you think this is too much government ring? Well, I mean, listen, we, we got to run it through our little uh, you know equation of too much government. <laughs> And is the government trying to tell me uh, what I can do when it comes to uh, a personal decision I make when I go to the grocery store? Ding. 
Too much government. Too yeah, much and government. I mean, it's based on, you know, I mean, seriously. You know, this is like you're outlawing plastic bags. And it, I, I don't know. Once you outlaw plastic bags, these little plastic bags you get at Walmart or whatever, What's next? Mm-hmm. I, I hate to always be like, oh, the slippery slope, but hey, seriously. It's slippery. The slope is slippery around here. It is slippery, here. and it's like, what else are we going to have to do? we got the light bulb thing happening ah. next year. You know, it's all the outlawing of these different products that the market is demanding. Mm-hmm. And now, personally, many times I do get paper bags mm-hmm. at grocery too. stores because I like to use them. We use them and too. so when I have a choice in the matter... I choose what best suits my needs, and I think that is the essence of freedom. There you go. So, again, this is just a micro version of the nanny state coming Uh in, poking its nose and all my stuff. And what's funny about this issue is here in the article, uh, Mayor Lee Leffingwell says, uh, what do they say? Basically, they made it voluntary. Just, they started off a couple years ago, and all the big grocers and all the big retailers, Walmart, Walgreens, H-E-B here in Central Texas, they all started voluntarily uh, encouraging people not to use the plastic bags. It had an effect, but the mayor says it wasn't. The voluntary try didn't do well enough. They also do that whenever they say that we're going to be required to do an energy upgrade to our homes. They started off voluntary. When it's not good enough for these uh, extremists who want to control your life, then they go ahead and force you to do it. And of course, when government forces you to do something, if you don't do it, take it to the logical extreme. They'll take your freedom away, lock you in a cage. That's right. Yeah. So, this has been the Live Free Now radio show. John Bush. Jason Rink. Thanks for joining us. Come back here next Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. This is the Live Free Now show. And until then, we encourage you to live free. Live free now, baby.